All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody is doing well. And we have a big week ahead of us. Uh, the Fed has opened its policy meeting as it seeks to tame inflation. Um, well, well, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, uh, unfortunately, calling a meeting and raising interest rates after the fact is not going to tame anything. I don't know if you guys understand how all this works in the sense of economic policy and how it all operates. But uh, the, the reason that we have inflation is not because interest rates were low. <laughs> and um, raising interest rates just a little bit is not going to do very much to curb inflation. Think about inflation as a runaway truck that is headed down a steep hill. And that interest rates are the brakes to the truck, the emergency brake. If you do not equal the amount of inertial force that is moving downhill, that truck is going to continue to go and you'll eventually burn out those brakes and burn those tires. And that's what the Federal Reserve is doing right now. If you do not match the actual inflationary rate, which is easily calculable. What happens is that you hurt the economy more and more. And I know Jerome Powell knows this. I know that Janet Yellen knows this. I know that every economist on this planet knows this. But see, <clears throat> their little cool boys club is trying to crash the U.S. economy. And so this week we have the FOMC meeting. They're coming out. And they are going to raise interest rates. Now, we know that there's going to be an interest rate rise about 75 basis points. That's 0.75%. But it could be anywhere as high as 0.175%. And the higher the interest rate, the more the economy is going to react. The more the economy will constrict. Because that's what interest rates do is they constrict spending in the economy the more jobless claims that you're going to see. And interesting enough, what did we see today? We have the uh, the jobless claims. I had that here somewhere. U.S. unemployment claims rise the highest level in eight months. For the week ending in July 16, initial unemployment claims increased by 7,000 to 251,000. Economists surveyed the Reuters uh, economists at Reuters surveyed only expected the Labor Department to receive around 240,000 initial unemployment claims for that week. Um, and on an adjusted bias, initial claims rate increase 248,991. Massachusetts posted the largest increase in initial claims, raising by more than 14,000. California, South Carolina, and Georgia also posted increased in initial claims. Claims in New York fell after posting massive increases in the previous weeks due to layoffs in transportation, warehousing, healthcare, and education. So, during the firestorm event, I've always said that they want you sick, poor, homeless, hungry, and jobless. And here's the jobless aspect. When you constrict the economy, corporations and businesses will spend more, especially when they're paying more for goods and services that they need to actually survive and sell products. 
And so that means that the intermediary there, the difference between the profit margin and uh, them going out of business is to lay off employees. And so the Federal Reserve this week is going to make that decision. But you know what? This is what I want you to remember. Is this has all been planned. They are systematically crashing the economy for a reason. That means that if you're aware of this, you have time to prepare. If you listen to this show, you have time to prepare. If you're listening to me now, you have time to prepare. And if you don't believe me, if you don't think, oh, well, you know, Josh, I'm uh, much older than you and I've seen this before, been around for so many years in this planet and I've seen this all before, and you know, the economy will be fine. It's just a little pullback and uh, things will get better. I'm telling you that this time is different. I'm telling you that things will get better, but only for a totalitarian regime. And we have the signs of this. Yesterday, we talked slightly about the Soviet-level propaganda that is coming out of the White House, where they have redefined what a recession is days before these disastrous GDP numbers and interest rate hikes. Jean-Pierre, the press secretary, was asked today, can you define a recession in light of the White House redefining this? And she says, oh, no, 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 I can't. I'm not an economist, right? We've heard this before. I'm not an economist. If you remember this yesterday, uh, former White House advisor here, uh, Jackie Einrich, former, sorry, White House correspondent, had said, uh, bracing for impact, even if Thursday's GDP report shows a second consecutive quarter of negative growth, which it will, you won't hear the Biden administration using the recession word. The WhiteHouse.gov had published this just days before. What is a recession? Well, some maintain that two consecutive quarters of Falling real GDP constitute a recession that is neither the official definition nor the way economists evaluate the state of the business cycle. Instead, both official determinations of recessions and economists' assessments of economic activity are based on a holistic look at the data, including the labor market, consumer and business spending, industrial production, and incomes. Based on these data, it is likely that the decline in GDP in the first quarter of this year, even if followed by another GDP decline in the second quarter, indicates a recession. So the White House is covering their butt here. But what I want you to look at is their definition. Holistic look at the data, including the labor market, where we have jobless claims down, rising unemployment, consumer and business spending, which has decreased massively. Not only that is CPI and PPI have increased greatly with skyrocketing double-digit inflationary numbers. Industrial production, massive reductions, and incomes. Now, incomes is tied directly to the labor market because we don't have rising incomes. Well, we actually might have slightly rising incomes due to the amount of people leaving the labor market due to layoffs. And so the, the, the holistic look data that they say to look at is exactly the real data that 
bases our GDP. Our gross domestic product is based upon all of those factors that go into the gross domestic product. And so this is just nothing but a work of propaganda. I mean, you seriously can't make this stuff up. These people are real Nazis. I'm telling you, they're real Nazis. All right. What else do we have? General Motors, quarter two profits fall 40% on supply woes, confirms forecast. So going back to this definition, right? Oh, it's a holistic look at data, including labor market, consumer and business spending, consumer and business spending, industrial production and incomes. General Motors, quarter two profits fall 40% on supply woes. What does that tell you about industrial production and business spending? (laughs) Telling you it's not very good. It's an indication and sign that it's a recession. The IMF even came out and said the United States of America has a very, very narrow window to avoid a recession. Noral Rubini, the uh, profound uh, Iranian economist who predicted the 2008 financial crisis, says the calls for a mild recession are delusional. And we are in store for a severe financial crisis. Now we're seeing reports that around half of older Americans can't afford essential expenses. This was a survey done, okay, uh, by the University of Massachusetts Boston's Elder Indexed. And they found that over 54% of elderly women cannot afford to live. That over 48% of elderly men can't afford to live. And I go back to the White House's definition of their holistic look, consumer and business spending. Half of our elderly population can't afford to buy everyday essential goods. Oh, well, we're looking at consumer and business spending. We have the labor market decreasing, massive layoffs, massive people losing their jobs, consumer and business spending decreasing at radical rates, 40% decline in profit margins, which is going to lead to more layoffs. We have a curb in industrial production, a recession in industrial production, which means that they're producing much, much, much less because the higher cost of goods and the decreasing demand in the markets. And what does that do to income? If more people are leaving the labor market, those incomes no longer fall into the average, which means that you have a decrease in income. Everything points directly to a recession through the White House's own definition. But they're saying that doesn't indicate a recession. We are dealing with Nazi propagandists, people. That's what we're dealing with here. We're going to be right back with more Dark Light Show right after this. Hey, guys. Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. 
The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reeb on the WYSL stations. We are back with the Dark Delight show, and what do we got here? What, what are we looking at? Well, <clears throat> the economy is one thing. you got to remember, the, these elitists, that self-proclaimed elitist, you remember uh, Dr. Noah Harari, the assistant to Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum, who considers himself an elitist, Klaus Schwab, Opening up the Davos meeting this year. We are the ones who can change the world. The smart group of elites who influence the world. Spoken like a true Nazi. And their way to do that is through the influence of economic policy, of market dynamics, of corporate profits. This is how they operate. They infiltrate, they degrade, produce the chaos and change. Problem, reaction, solution. The other way they influence is through our elections here in the United States of America, because if we had true and honest elections in the United States of America, guess what would happen? The globalists would be dead in the water and maybe even somewhere else. (laughs) But we have breaking news today. Representative Chuck Wickers becomes the third Wisconsin lawmaker to sign on to decertify the 2020 Wisconsin election results. The fraud was too great, he said. Wingers made a public announcement on a Monday press conference. He joins Representative Timothy Rathbun and Representative Janelle Brangen in signing on the legislation to decertify the 2020 result for president in the state of Wisconsin. Um, You're going to see a lot more of this coming soon. Although that they're they're signing resolutions, which have no legal bearing. It sends a very, very strong message. 
there are conservative groups around this country right now that are watching these elections like hawks, monitoring the data. It's going to be incredibly difficult for anybody to steal the November elections. But, listen, I live in the state of Colorado. For at least a decade that I've lived here, the elections here have been stolen. 100%. I'm I'm not going to lie to you. They have been stolen. I thought about running for office in Congressional District 6 this year against Representative Jason Crow. We're both veterans. Um, We're both about the same age. Uh, We have very, very different ideas on policy. Um, and he is uh, he is an incumbent. It, 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 I, I could have won. I probably could have won. But, you know, there is uh, a lot of things to consider before you run for office, and I seriously looked at considered running for office. But the problem is, is there's just so many factors that go into this, and you become a target. And I didn't want to do that to, to my, my young family, my children, and my wife. So I didn't. But look at this. We just had the Republican primaries here in the state of Colorado. The machine stole another race in Colorado. Flip vote totals from GOP grassroots favorite Linda Wilson after the election called and gave it to the rhino Lundeen. Linda Zamora Wilson is a retired U.S. Air Force officer with a Ph.D. in economics and an M.S. in mathematics and an M.A. in international economics and an M.A. in education. She was a senior economist at the Pentagon and an F-22 flight test and analysis. Earlier this year, Linda jumped into the Republican primary race against incumbent state senator Paul Lundeen. Lundeen, the GOP minority whip, is known as a rhino, and Linda Zamora Lundin was new to politics. Linda was a grassroots favorite. Via Colorado politics, in April at the Colorado State Republican Party Assembly, Linda Zamora Wilson won more votes than Lundin. Wilson secured 52% compared to Lundin's 48%, the Glendale Cherry Creek Chronicle reported. Linda was on fire. Political newcomer and retired Air Force Lieutenant Colonel Linda Zamora Wilson is taking the district's incumbent and GOP leader minority whip Senator Raul Lundin by storm. This is the first time Lundin, who is a favorite to become Senate president if Republicans flip the chamber, has faced a primary challenge during his nearly eight-year career in Colorado legislature. Lundin ran unopposed in the Republican primaries for 2014-2016 House elections, as well in most of his recent 2018 Senate election. Even more surprisingly, Wilson won more votes than Lundin during the Colorado Republican State's Assembly on April 9th. Though both candidates received more than 30% of the votes and therefore made it to the ballot, Wilson secured 52% to Lundin's 42%. The victory came less than two weeks after Wilson entered the race while standing at a significant fundraising disadvantage. As of Friday, her campaign raised over just $870 in contribution, while Lundin's campaign hauled in more than $73,000. The winner of the Republican primary will go on to win the general election, given to the dominance of Republican voters in the district. So, at 8.12 p.m., Wilson had a significant lead over the incumbent, Paul Ledeen. Wilson was at 15,385 votes to Lundin's 6,675, more than twice his total. And then what happens? The night goes on, 8.50 p.m., The election was called by the local Fox 31. Wilson now is ahead with 69% of the vote. 
She had 15,000 votes to Lundin's 6,946 votes. Then something very strange took place. The election numbers were switched Sunday. Suddenly, Linda Zamora Wilson was behind in the race. The machines flipped her lead to a loss. The machines flipped the numbers back to the 815 totals, but Lundin was now ahead. Paul Lundin then miraculously declared the winner. This was the same night that Tina Peters was robbed of her victory. If you don't remember who Tina Peters, she is the county clerk that called out the corruption of the state of Colorado, including the Secretary of State. And so this is something that we've seen before, and this is exactly what happened to my friend Candace Taylor in Georgia. Paul Lundin had 6,675 votes where Linda Wilson was leading, and all of a sudden, it flips the votes. It flips the votes, and the other one wins. And you know what? Nothing will happen here in the state of Colorado. The Secretary of State, which is elected each year, um, is in charge of the elections. Doesn't that seem like uh, a conflict of interest there? But she will just step in, intervene, and arrest people that speak out against it. Because that's how they operate. Maybe maybe I should uh, bring about some protest against this. Maybe, maybe it's time for the people of Colorado to stand up. I think that's a great idea. I'm going to try to organize some stuff. But listen... As the political corruption draws near, as the voter fraud draws near, because as we get closer to November, you're going to see more and more of this. I'm telling you. We're going to start to see civil unrest because that is one of the main waves that you take people's attention away from elections and voter fraud and stealing elections. Portland Antifa members. These these guys are a, a bright bunch of intelligent human beings right here, these uh, Portland Antifa members. I- I'm telling you, they, they are some of the uh, the cream of the crop in human intelligence. They have decided to declare war on motorcycle clubs in Oregon. Yeah, you know, like Hells Angels, Banditos, those types of people. <laughs> if you're a... Uh, avid motorcycle club enthusiast, you understand where I'm going with this. It's not going to turn out too well for Antifa. And what they're going to end up doing is uniting a lot of these clubs and probably um, digging their own hole of demise. And I do mean that quite literally. Another thing you got to ask is, where did all the money go? You know, the United States of America has sent billions upon billions of dollars over to Ukraine. I've been calling this out since the beginning, is where is this money going? Where, where are the weapons, missiles, planes, where are all this stuff going? We have the Ukrainian military talking about how they have no weapons, no ammunition, no supplies, no food, but yet the United States of America is sending massive amounts of weapons, ammunition, food, supplies, and billions of dollars over there. Well, guess what? Ukraine is set to default on all their loans. What? According to former Texas Congressman Ron Paul's website, Kiev is set to default on billions in foreign debt, even though the U.S. taxpayers have provided the President Zelensky's government with all the money to take care of that. It just goes back to the fact that I've been saying that American taxpayer dollars, or hundreds of billions of dollars, have been laundered through Ukraine back into the 
pockets of politicians. This is how these politicians are raising this amount of money, this amount of funds. Ukraine is a money laundering capital of the world. And don't think for a moment that the reason why federal governments send money to Ukraine is because they want to help the people. That's just not the case. Instead, they want to funnel it right back into their own pockets. And they do this through nonprofits, NGOs, philanthropies. They do it in the name of helping people. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this with more Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. And uh, I'm still laughing at Antifa wanting to take on the biker gangs. <laughs> oh, man, if you watched uh, Tucker this uh, this week, you would have saw that um, Senator Chuck Grasley has dropped a bombshell on the FBI and DOJ. Uh, he is investigation investigating the partisan conduct of the FBI during the past seven years. Um, and, I mean, he is going after them strong. He is sending letters to Chris Ray. He is sending letters to uh, Merrick Garland. Uh, his, in his letter uh, to Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray, May 31st, 2022, he wrote regarding violations of federal laws, regulations, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation guidelines by Assistant Special Agent in Charge, ASAC, Timothy Thiebold of the Washington Field Office, based on a pattern of active public partisanship in his then-public social media content. In that letter, he, Congressman Grasley noted, Congress has a constitutional responsibility to ensure the executive branch executes the law and uses taxpayer money appropriated to it in accordance with congressional intent. The furtherance of the constitutional responsibility. Congress has the obligation to investigate the executive branch for fraud, waste, abuse, gross mismanagement, acts which undermine faith in the American people's governmental institutions. Those constitutional legislative responsibilities applied this letter to you. His letter also invited individuals, including current and former government employees, to contact him and is often confidentially to report any allegations of such crimes. And so this pertains a lot to Hunter Biden's laptop and much, much more. And Hunter Biden's laptop, for you don't know, I mean, has the audio recordings of Joe Biden's quid pro quo, of Joe Biden's treason and sedition, um, selling out America directly to foreign entities, including China. Just absolutely crazy. <sighs> Attorney... General Garland had ordered the DOJ to use its vast national security powers to target parents who objected critical race theory from being forced onto innocent children. And now Merrick Garland, Christopher Wray, are under investigation by over, what, three different states now. Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt has sent a civil investigation demand, which in Missouri acts as a subpoena to the company as part of his uh, office's investigation into the surveys that were used in the state school districts to collect data on students' sexually political views, parents' incomes, and that contained racially biased questions, according to Fox News. Panorama Education was one of the companies that created the surveys. In addition to probing the students' data, Panorama Education also reaps huge profits by providing public schools across the country a curricular material promoting critical race theory and other radical left dogma. 
And so we have one of the most corrupt administrations, probably besides Lyndon B. Johnson's, to ever step foot in Washington, D.C. You know, Lyndon B. Johnson would have loved to have had the modern day Senate and Congress behind him. Luckily, back then, we had Republicans within Congress and Senate that were still patriots to this country. They warned of the communist infiltration that was occurring. Coming out of the McCarthy era and moving into the 60s, JFK being assassinated, Johnson coming in, we know he had everything to do with the assassination. A formalized coup, and the only reason that people didn't speak up is because they didn't want to lose their life too. The mob was too powerful. Johnson was an 100% an active member in the global elite during this time and directly aligned with the mob. And we had the global elite growing their power base throughout the world. And now they've infiltrated every aspect of government throughout the world utilizing things like the United Nations and NATO as their weapons to perpetuate this tyranny and this draconian authority against the people of the world. Well, some members of the U.S. Congress are more patriots than we can ever imagine. Congressman has filed a bill to withdraw withdraw the United States from the United Nations and restore U.S. sovereignty. We have uh, Representative Massey and as well as Representative Rogers from Alabama um, explaining the reasons for wanting to get the United States out of the United Nations, including the collaboration of the United Nations with the mass murdering Chinese Communist Party. The bill, the American Sovereignty Restoration Act, H.R. 7806, would end U.S. government participation in all U.N. agencies and agreements while evicting the U.N. headquarters from the U.S. soil. It would prohibit American troops from serving under U.N. military command as well. Man, wouldn't that be great? You know, I bet we could have got that passed in a Trump White House in 2020 when Trump actually won the election in Congress and Senate and Republicans actually took all both houses. But see, the, the Democrats can't let that happen. You need a balance of power, so we'll steal it for you. I'm just sick of this shit. I'm just sick of it. I'm telling you. These Democrats have corrupted this country. They have stolen our rights, our liberties, our freedoms. They have stolen our wealth. And they will continue to do so until they have 100% full and complete power and control over every aspect of your life and you are completely enslaved to their draconian policies until the globalists can usher in their new world order and the United States sovereignty dies with the hopes and the dreams of everybody out there in the land of opportunity. I'm tired of it. I, I, I know you are too. I'm tired of it. I just want my country back. I want that America I once knew. You know, in, in a, one of the, a lot of the reasons why these illegal immigrants come to this country 
is because it's the land of opportunity, because they understand that they can make more money, they can live better, they can eat better, they can have a better education for their family. But now that's even declining. And look, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we don't want illegal immigrants into this country. New York City, New York City Mayor Eric Adams agrees with us now. You got to remember uh, states like Texas and Louisiana and uh, Arizona and Florida are busing illegal immigrants to these radical liberal cities. New York City Mayor Eric Adams says on illegal immigrants being sent to New York City, our schools are going to be impacted, our healthcare system is going to be impacted, our infrastructure is going to be impacted. Absolutely right, Eric. That's why we wanted strong border security, a wall built on the border, and tougher policy on illegal immigrants and sending them back to the country. But people like you and your socialistic policies, oh no, let them come. Let them come in. But yet you don't want them in your city. Well, our schools are going to be impacted. What happens to all the border states and all their schools? Our healthcare system will be impacted. What about all the border states and all their healthcare systems? Well, our infrastructure is going to be impacted. What about all the border states that are dealing with this? You know, the hypocrisy of the left is one of the most absurd things I've ever heard in my life. I just, I just cannot fathom it sometimes. And we have to look at justice must be served at some point. Justice has to be coming at some point. Former Attorney General Bill Barr has said that Hillary Clinton is guilty of sedition and that John Durham, who he appointed on October 28, 2017, could potentially bring those charges against Hillary Clinton and she will be tried for sedition. Attorney General Bill Barr has said that the Biden administration could care less what happens to Hillary or James Comey. They're no influence to them whatsoever. It doesn't matter what happens to them. But, you know, what Bill Barr fails to mention is that the Biden administration, Obama administration, and everybody who is in there right now is 100% associated with a sedition that Hillary Clinton committed. And if Hillary Clinton gets tried for sedition, she is going to sing like a bird and start releasing troves of evidence on everyone. That would be a beautiful day, wouldn't it? Man, that would be amazing. Myanmar, who had a military junta about a year ago, overthrowing the George Soros globalist implemented uh, prime minister in regime. If you remember what happened in Myanmar, they had public elections. The globalist one, who was not publicly popular, um, they called the election stolen. The people rose up and the military formed a coup and arrested all the politicians and ejected them out of the country. And they've been in political power since then. Well, they just executed three lawmakers and other political prisoners. So they're executing these people who committed treason against their country. I'll clap for that one. Because that's what needs to happen. Is There needs to be incredibly tough and stiff results for their actions. If people are going to go out there and commit treason against their country, yeah. 
if you're tried and convicted by a jury of your peers, that, that should be the death penalty. Think about this if we held politicians to the standard. Hey, if you go out there, quid pro quo, sedition, treason, if you if you sell out America, oh, that's 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 going to happen. Death's going to come to you. We're going to try you and we're going to convict you and you're going to be hung. Just think what would happen. Politicians would stop running for office. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, is The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. I'm a fool to do your All right. Oh, yeah. and, and that's the truth. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. You know, there should be tougher and harsher penalties for betraying the people that trust you. If you're a congressman, a senator, or the president, or, um, you know, any of the staff or the bureaucracy, and you commit a crime, like treason, sedition, quid for... If you're out there making deals behind your country's back, selling out state secrets, you deserve the harshest and toughest penalties. There should be no ors within those penalties. Life in prison or the death penalty. And not only that is, it happens. And so every few years... You should remind the rest of them. You got to remember, 
government is public servants. They exist below the people in the hierarchy. But if you try to tell them that, they'd be like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. I'm a senator. I have a security detail. Look at me. I use taxpayer funds. I have a $280,000 a year office budget for furniture. Yeah. Did you know that? That they get like $280,000 a year, some of them, for furniture? Yeah. They, They have to spend that. The Biden administration is expected to name a monkeypox coordinator as the virus becomes a becomes U.S. and global health concern. So this virus, which is spread through the transmission of bodily fluids, prolonged prolonged exposure to bodily fluids, is somehow becoming the new pandemic. I'm questioning whether this thing is even real. We knew that they were going to implement some type of virus or an illness prior to the 2022 midterm elections. They had to. It's the only way they can begin to do lockdowns and restrict the people from voting once again, right? And try to steal the election through mail-in ballots. But monkeypox? Really? Monkeypox? Or is the monkeypox actually... Not really monkeypox, but instead an adverse reaction to triple jabbed spike protein recipients. You got to ask yourself, we know that they have skin problems, that, that chicken pox, smallpox, all these various types of illnesses and diseases can be brought back, especially if you have a vaccination history. That dormant viruses and illnesses come through when your immune system becomes suppressed. I don't know. It seems to be one big scam to me. But here's the thing, and I said this last night in my podcast. They will not be locking down the United States of America again. You got to remember that. The government is under the people. The people said, no, the government complies. Not the other way around. And I can tell you right now, they are not locking down America again. If they attempt to lock down America, you're going to see all heck break loose. You're going to see more chaos than you could ever imagine. You're going to see the people fight back. Because people are downright angry. And the Biden administration announcing this monkeypox coordinator, this is the first step. And if you don't think they're going to do it, well, the WHO just did it. The World Health Organization appoints a veteran Communist Party of Britain member to their Monkeypox Advisory Council. Professor Susan Mishi, director of the Center for Behavior Change at the University College of London, will have the WHO's Technical Advisory Group on Behavioral Insights in Sciences and Health. The Time reported the UCL academic who is a frequent contributor to the BBC and ITV has been a member of the Communist Party for Britain for more than 40 years. And you remember the WHO at the same time wants to take over global health care. Right? They want to take over the global health care. They want the United States to give all of their health freedoms directly to them. Well, they're appointing communists 
directly to their panels and their councils. I mean, you really can't make this stuff up. Oh my goodness. Uh, Are vaccinated individuals infecting the unvaccinated with dangerous graphene oxide? According to uh, multiple biomedicine experts, that truly is the case. For those who don't know, graphene oxide is one of the inactive ingredients that exists within the COVID vaccine. And it actually helps it um, get through the fat cells in the cell walls and actually become um, the break, the blood brain barrier, graphene oxide. Well, graphene oxide, a, a carbon nanoparticle has been how been found to have detrimental effects on human health. And one of the things that people are finding that it does is that it can be transferred from one person to another. And so the big question is, is are vaccinated in individuals shedding these graphene oxide nanoparticles off to unvaccinated individuals producing certain health effects? It's a good question. I don't know. Look, we have the Great Reset inbound. We have the globalist, tyrannical, oppressive, dystopian regime inbound. One thing I recommend everybody do this week is go out to uh, whatever it is, Netflix or Prime or wherever you watch your movies. And I want you to go put in a 2005 movie known as V for Vendetta. And I want you to pay attention to the storyline. Really, really important there, the storyline. See, what happens is the government um, takes tyrannical and oppressive control over the people. They release a virus which kills off half their population. And then they implement massive control factors within society, including the control of the media, the control of the politic. They steal elections and they take full authoritarian control. A gentleman shows up mysteriously and begins killing them off and fighting back and waking the people up. Do we need a V? Do we need a Q? I don't know. I think what we need is we need humanity to wake up and become lions over sheep. I think humanity needs to wake up to the power that they truly contain within themselves. Remember, government exists below you. Government is your servant. We shall not acquiesce to any power and authority which we grant ourselves. Things are about to get really, really interesting here. Things are about to get incredibly crazy the next few months. If you think it's bad now, if you think it's crazy now, just wait. By the time November elections come, chaos will ensue. That's all the time I have for you today, guys. This is the Dark Delight Show. If you want to visit us, redpills.tv. 
That's the URL, R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV. All of our sponsor information is linked up there, as well as ways to help support us and everything that we do. Much love, respect, God bless you guys. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow.